Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. This is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us in this moment. It is a Thursday evening, and I just wanted to thank you all for listening in. And tonight, we're going to connect with our possibilities that are arrive when we live a life of non-attachment. This is probably one of the most profound teachings and practices that I've connected to. And I encourage everyone, if they have the opportunity, just just take some time to think about what they're attached to and how those attachments serve. Weeks ago, we talked about codependencies, and I uh, had many feedbacks from different people realizing, not realizing that they were actually codependent in their life, and it's created upheaval for them in that realization as they want to make a correction. And others that didn't have any idea that they were living a codependent lifestyle, that they had actually sidestepped it for individuals that maybe have addiction or different um, patterns that were maybe a little bit more extreme. Uh, And as I mentioned when we did that episode, we're all living a codependent reality right now um, just by the mere fact that we have things like Twitter and Facebook and cell phones and instant gratification all the time that creates this codependency. So one of the beautiful things that we can learn to help counterbalance any type of dependency that's not allowing us to, one, live in alignment with ourselves and have healthy relationships that are reciprocal, meaning that there's a natural flow of giving and receiving in them, is we can welcome in non-attachment. And non-attachment doesn't mean you're detached and aloof and don't care. It means that you're forward-moving, however, you don't confine the flow of energy. And this is really important. Being in the year that we're in, the, the by Gregorian count, we're in the year 2012, and there's a lot of energy put around this year. And I am not going to dispute that there isn't something that's been happening because I've been bearing witness to it. However, if we try to put it in a box and become really attached to what it looks like, if you can imagine this box, and then we're just shoving all this energy into one box, and it doesn't really give that energy a lot of room to move. So for a moment, just close your eyes and connect to what does it feel like when someone puts you in a box? How do you feel? Uh, Close the eyes and just connect with that. Do you have any sense of emotion or feelings in that moment? when you feel these four walls around you. And maybe a floor, maybe there's just not a ceiling on the box. As you connect to that, now imagine if we continue to paint these pictures for all of us, these pretty little pictures, and we put all these little boxes that you'll do this, you'll do that. We're confining energy. We're not allowing it to expand and explore. So... When we think about what could we do in our life, even if all you've listened to all these talks and you're like, okay, I can go back and connect and identify with maybe some of my dependencies, and yeah, I'd love to increase my value and self-worth, and I really am committed to loving myself more and coming into alignment. But the one key that you need in all those things is to become non-attached. And... It's a practice. So I want you to, for one moment, step out of the box that we put you in for a moment, and I want you to connect with your interior self by closing your eyes and just imagining for a moment that which in your mind you're attached to in this moment. It can be anything. With a breath, breathing in and out. Just connecting with what 
you're attached to in your mind? What are those thoughts that roll through your mind over and over again? How are your thoughts consuming you? And just bring it into your awareness. And my father tonight shared something really beautiful about the mind and our attachments. So whatever thoughts consume you, that's an attachment we have to trying to maybe make something happen sooner than it's supposed to. We're putting this energy forth into something that's not right around us or in our presence. So we're misdirecting our energy. So if we spend all our time in our head, worrying, thinking, doing all these things, we're not being present with what's around you. So in this moment, maybe you identified a thought that you're attached to or a belief. I encourage you to look around you and see what's around you and where you could be directing your energy, maybe towards our conversation, this information that you're listening to. And then just connecting in this moment to this idea that my father was sharing that all he said that he was sharing with my sister that he has had the tendency to worry, kind of think of worst case scenario, uh and that ninety nine he said ninety nine point nine percent of what has consumed his mind, whether it was fear, anxiety or worry or doubt, did not manifest. So I thought, wow, that's a beautiful observation of this, you know, beautiful being that was my father and is my father in this incarnation that he realized he spent all these years potentially worrying, having anxiety and stress, and he's an engineer, and he's willing to say 99.9% of it didn't come to reality. What a huge realization. So I want you in this moment just to think, what do you allow to be clean in your mind? And then go back, recapitulate maybe to the biggest worry that you had and were you attached in that moment to it, so much so that it consumed your whole entire life in that moment. And then I want you to ask yourself, did it manifest? And if it did not... What could have you been doing with all that energy? Where could have you been placing it in the universe? Think about it. Connect with it. And just be with it. So you might have realized in that moment that, wow, I carry the stress, anxiety, worry, doubt, fear with all these things, yet they're more than likely not going to happen. So once you've had that realization and you've connected to that truth, you have a choice in this moment to decide if you want to start to detach, non have non-attachment with your thoughts. And what that takes is the easiest way to remedy non-attachment in our thoughts, meaning that you're going to remove those thoughts so you're no longer clinging to these ideas and concepts which do not exist in your reality, only in your head, which could be judgment, worry, anxiety, fear, self-doubt, belief systems that don't serve, all of those things. If you would like to welcome in non-attachment, the easiest thing to do is bring in meditation in the moment, silence, or you can bring in a mantra, or you can bring in uh, affirmation, So every time your mind goes to something that it's clinging to, like, I wish I had this or I wish I had that or, oh, my gosh, what is that person thinking of me? Why haven't they called? Oh, so-and-so is not going to make it safe. All those patterns are not healthy uses of your energy. You could be taking all that beautiful energy and, you know, having a beautiful conversation with someone or you could call someone that needs some assistance or you could take the time to go for a walk and have an empty mind. So... Every time you find yourself allowing your mind to be consumed and attached to unhealthy thoughts, it's a perfect opportunity to, one, think maybe I'll go settle down and take a moment to be silent, or two, to bring in the breath, deep breaths, in and out, and that allows the mind to free and clear itself. It's a beautiful practice, just opening and receiving 
Now, the next place we can have attachment is in our body. So now that you've had a check-in with your mind to see where your thoughts are, where you're focusing your energy, and if it wanders, sometimes that can even happen when you're reading a book. Uh, So now that you have that ability to focus in where you're putting your energy, I just want you to allow that to disappear, become non-attached to even that maybe you have too many thoughts or you're consumed with too many things. Let's just let that go for a moment. And now I want you to bring in Where are your attachments in your body? Uh, Where do you feel restriction? And where are maybe you putting a compulsion of dieting, of having to look a certain way, uh, maybe even obsession about health, weight? And where are you imposing that? Where is there an attachment to your physical body? Are you happy in your body? Does it feel good? It doesn't have to look like a billboard or some photoshopped image that's out there as we're pretty much living in an age that none of the images we see are really, truly people. But do you feel good in that body? Do you feel really amazing? Are you like, are you okay with having a big piece of chocolate cake and just enjoying it? Or are you going to go to clinging thoughts and self-loathing energy towards your body? I want you to check in. Do you have judgment or shame with your body? Close your eyes for a moment and connect with any type of energy. Go back in the past week. Have you thought negatively about your body? Do you feel restriction or tightness in your back, your shoulders, your feet, your abdomen? And as you notice where you might have your hot point, I just want you to connect to that area of your body. And as I mentioned, the mind, we can bring in either a mantra or meditation or the breath to clear that clinging, that attachment to the thoughts, to bring that welcomes in the non-attachment. In the physical body, we can bring in the breath, deep breaths, breathing in and out, filling that air up the entire body, to really welcome in movement of your energy field, of your chi, breathing in and out. The second thing that you can do to open up that body and welcome in non-attachment is, one, to go out to the earth and lay on the earth or a rock or a tree. Put your feet, bare feet on the ground if you're not in a super cold climate. Or if you are, you can do that too. Just um, make sure that you're to know how to do that. Connecting to those elements brings our body into balance and it helps us surrender and let go. I remember about a year ago, I couldn't breathe and I spent almost the whole night outside on the earth until I could um, get my inhaler the next morning. And honestly, like that experience taught me so much that the earth could actually support me. And if I could surrender in that moment to something that could actually take my life, I was so supported. And that clinging of not being able to breathe relaxed. The earth relaxed that energy. So the earth is this amazing ability to balance us back and remove that restriction The same with water, nice, warm water. So you can bring in breath. You can bring in the earth. You can bring in an element that really soothes you. So think about the elements and what soothes you. It might be wood. It might be air. It might be uh, metal. It might be fire. Think about what it is and how you would like to bring in those elements to just soothe the soul, soothe the body. And that will lead into the next point is before we leave the body, so you have the earth, you have breath, um, bringing in a specific element that resonates with you can release that attachment, that restriction in the body. And then another thing is you are a a spectrum of light. And so if you think about uh, the rainbow, the base of your spine, 
the color of red enters the base of the spine. As you go up to your sacral region, your womb, if you're a woman, that's where orange enters the system. If you go to your solar plexus, that's where yellow enters the system. If you go to your heart, that's where the heart or green enters the system. Throat, that's blue. The third eye, the forehead, that's where indigo, deep, deep purple, and then a violet at the crown. The full spectrum of light. So if you notice where you might have restriction in your body, if you're like, oh my gosh, I have intestinal issues, okay, that color is yellow. So you can bring in that color in the form of crystals, food, the color, you can wear it into your body around you to balance that area and give it support. That's another way to create less clinging, less constriction in that area. Especially for the embodiment of males right now, we're going through a deep purification this year. That solar plexus is going to be impacted for those of you that are suffering there and maybe up in the chest area. A lot of grief is being released. A lot of people are having upper respiratory so I would support all of us right now with some orange, yellow, green, and then to blue will be really healing. Um, just our womb is going through a mass healing right now, too. So just to be mindful that these colors can help with non-attachment. The final thing, and the, those colors can also help with our spirit. So you've tuned in to where you hold restriction in your body. You've tuned into your mind when it clings and have the tools to bring those into balance and release the attachments. Now think about your spiritual self. Where are you, whatever your belief system is, doesn't matter what maybe you support, if you have a religious belief or not, where within that system that you are aligned with, do you feel any restriction? Do you feel aligned? Are you embodying that which you speak, that which you want to believe in, but have you taken the time to practice and embody it? If you have a practice, if you believe in meditating or if you believe in prayer and you talk about it and you profess maybe even to be a master or a teacher at it, are you practicing it? Are you taking the time? You will notice that if you feel a little bit of rub there and you don't feel completely authentic or in your shoes, that's where a clinging can occur, a disruption can occur. And so how do you bring that in balance? It's to go to the practicing of it. For instance, I'm a meditator. I meditated pretty much, I think, all my life in some shape or form or the other, and I love doing it, and I will stay in practice. Now, if I didn't meditate, I didn't take the time to be in my practice, and I encourage people to meditate, that would create a rub. That would create a clinging or an attachment to something that wasn't serving me because I wasn't being authentic. So in our spirit, our highest self, it's really important we stay clear so you can connect with, are you being clear with your practice? What is your practice? What are do you believe your relationship is with the cosmos, with the earth, with each other? And find that alignment, find that sweet spot. So that those three things, when you align with your mind, body, and spirit, you will begin to realize that if you support those, that naturally non-attachment will occur because you will be vibrating at the right frequency so you can show up for your mental body, for your spiritual body, and your physical body the best you can at every given moment. Now, the kicker with attachment is if we look beyond our little temple and say, okay, we have this exterior world. So it's interesting you might have noticed what your attachments are right here and now within your your temple. But now let's think outside our temple, all right? Now this gets even more complex. I want you to ask yourself for a moment, what are you attached to outside of your being? Me being Suzanne, what am I attached to? Am I attached to my children? Am I attached to my house? Am I attached to my car? Am I attached to my job, to my family? Do I feel that if I didn't have any one of those things, would I wither away and disappear? Would it immobilize me? And this goes back to that dependency issue. Again, are you so attached to those any of those elements that it's not healthy? Of course, your children need you. They're, they rely on you to provide love and caring. But if you have an unhealthy attachment to them, that would allow you and keep you 
held in this container that might not allow you to be free and, again, be in that box. It might even keep your kids in a box if you're not holding them in a, a, a place in the universe where they can explore, where they can have freedom, where they can vibrate, where they need to vibrate. And so just check in. What are you overly attached to? And the key factor there is control. What do you try to control? Do you, when you get in the kitchen, not want anyone to help? I can attest to this. I used to be like this a lot. I wanted to man the ship. That was the one area I felt in control of because I love to cook. I love to take care of people. But I wasn't so willing to let people into my space. That was my sanctuary. But wow, once you let go of that control, it's so much more enjoyable to cook with a bunch of people and entertain with them that way versus having everything placed and then they feel like maybe that they didn't get to help. And of course, we all like to be pampered. But just think about the different areas in your life where you might have those attachments. (coughs) So what I want us to do right now is I'm going to play a song and it's about Ganesh. And Ganesh in Hindu culture is the remover of all obstacles. Um, I'll have to have story time. That would be a whole show on Ganesh. But we're going to leave it that simple, that he comes in, he welcomes in prosperity, and he's a remover of obstacles. So when we become attached to something, we create an obstacle for ourselves, whether it's within our own temple or outside of us. We're physically holding on to something so tight, and what happens if we hold on to something so tight? At some point in time, we're either going to suck the life force out of it, or it might break, or it might disappear, because we're so attached to it. So today I thought it would be really great to connect you guys with the mantra of Ganesh. Uh, It's a little bit of a meditation. I just want to sit with it. And allow yourself to reflect on what you, where your attachments lie within the mind, body, spirit, and your exterior world while you hear this chanting in the background. Just allow yourself to go in and out. And then you can use the mantra, Om Ganeshaya Namaha, um, when you want to come in and out of attachment to non-attachment. And that's what he's there for. That's what they bring him in for is to remove all obstacles. And how that helps you is it allows you to be the freedom to be a little bit more attached. When you don't feel restricted, you feel a little bit freer and you're willing to go with the flow, as I would say. So take a deep breath. Breathe in and out and connect with Ganesh and connect with what you might be attached to in the mind, body, spirit. And if you notice something during this process, if you have a little pad of paper, just write it down. This isn't like a full-on meditation. It's just more of allowing you to come in and out of a lucid state and connect with who you are and what you want to uh, bring in and out of your life.
Mm, oh. And yes, that is uh, oh, the mantra for Ganesh. And so just bringing into the awareness uh, of those things that create attachment and welcoming in that energy to create non-attachment. And so as I shared a couple things that we can do, one of the most beautiful things that we can do, as mentioned earlier, is meditation that creates non-attachment. The more time that we go inward, and that's not something that you can get from a bottle. It's not something that you can get immediately um Spontaneously, yes, you can have those experiences. However, there's a reason that there are monks that meditate for years and years in caves. Uh, there's a reason that the deeper you go, the more profound awareness that you have for self and your place in the universe, and the more non attached you become to your reality, that you realize that if you slip into this flow, with your interior work and your exterior world that you're afforded so much more magic. So this non-attachment is so key because this actually is our key to not getting involved in codependent relationships. If you're not attached, you're not going to be in this push-pull relationship with someone and you're not going to show up to manipulate someone or do certain things, because you won't have that need to be in that role. So by mastering the non-attachment to outcome and to what is, you will, one, I think I can say guarantee that you won't be in these codependent relationships. Two, you will be in present moment awareness. You will be able to live in the moment, enjoy, expend all your energy right where you are. It won't be going in off in other directions. You won't miss the messages that are coming to you. And then three, you'll feel inner peace. When you are not attached, it's just, ooh, it's just nice, it's calm. And then you can get to really, like, meaty and juicy experiences with life. Like, wow, you can start really exploring what it means to interact with this density because there is a beauty to this density. And just as there is a beauty to going off and meditating and connecting to other realms, there's a beauty to notice the colors, to notice the people around you, to really embrace food, the earth, connect to that tactile experience, but from a non-attached outcome. This also, when you can master non-attachment, you no longer will have addictions. It's not possible if you are living a non-attached existence to have addictions, dependencies, uh, habits that don't serve you. So I welcome you to think about the practice. And as mentioned, meditation is the greatest vehicle. And then the other vehicles that I gave you earlier are ways that you can simply bring those things into balance where you have the restriction in your mind, body, and spirit. Now, the other, if you're not able to meditate or not really excited about taking on that practice, you can bring in moving meditations if you don't feel like you're ready to sit. It's okay. Not everyone's ready to look at themselves. It takes courage to sit in silence and be with yourself. Um, And it really takes courage to do it alone without people around. It's easier when you're in groups. So if you haven't meditated before and you haven't gotten silent, I encourage you to try to do it in a group setting. It's a really supportive environment to experience that. And then try to experience it on your own and see what it feels like. And a way that you can explore is maybe just take a day at your home by yourself, no talking, no electronics, just being in your environment. Let yourself, you know, read, do whatever, journal. But then say, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit and just do nothing and sit in silence and just sit there and be for a while. Don't worry about getting into the gap or emptying all your thoughts. Just learn how to sit and be still. And then bit by bit, you'll start to explore and have these little gateways open up and feel the deliciousness of that silence and also peel back some layers within self. So meditation, time alone, 
what will happen during that process is that you'll begin to let go of these things that you really want to hold on to. So if you are found tonight that you had an attachment in your mental body, that you have way too many thoughts, that you're spending most of your day obsessing about things that aren't even in front of you, and you're a really good storyteller, that you've made up all these great scenarios in your head, realize realize two things, that you're doing a disservice to the people around you because every thought that we have, that's why in the Buddhist teachings they talk about watch your thoughts. And that's because those thoughts are transmitted. Just because not everyone has telepathic capabilities right now, understand that we are giving and receiving at all times through our mind's eye, every moment. So if I'm thinking something not very nice about, I don't know, a friend, I'm sending that transmission to them, and they're feeling it. And what I tell everyone is right now is we're going through this big transition collectively as our global community, those transparencies and those veils are thinning. So you can't just go and have thoughts about people without understanding that they're going to get some of that information. And so not only are the thoughts destructive to self, but they are also destructive to other people. So take time to think about who you're talking about, who you're thinking about, and is that really necessary? And do you want to use your precious energy on others when it's not serving them or you. So when we start to realize that and witness where we're expending our energy, that again will help release the attachments and bring in the practice of non-attachment. After you realize and spend some time in silence and with self, you and start to notice where your attachments are, then you can start to let go. And this is the hardest part if you're really clinging to something. And right now, many of us are clinging to old paradigms, old ideas, or still craving something. It's like wanting the last bite of this really delicious meal. But are you okay actually not having the last bite and just savoring the memory of what that was, the flavors and the textures and all of that beautiful experience? Are you willing to do that, leave that last bite, let someone else have that last morsel, and just detach from it and say, wow, I had enough, I had plenty. And the outcome there is that you're welcoming in more. So as I mentioned, the key, if you can bring into the practice of non-attachment, not being aloof, but non-attachment to outcome, you welcome in the flow of the universe. So you might say, wow, that was so yummy. And, you, um, and then you might obsess about having that last bite, and if you didn't get it, you might be upset that you didn't get it. But if you could actually just let go in that moment, all of a sudden something else might arrive because you've made the space in your mind's eye, around in your environment for something else to show up. So play with it a little bit. See where your attachments are. Do you really need that or do you want that? Ask yourself those questions. Why do you want that? I have that dialogue often with my children. Do you really need that or do you want that? And why? What's going on? Are you having an emotional response? Is that going to make you feel better if you go purchase one more toy? Or do you really need it? And once you get in that dialogue, you'll realize how simple your life can be and how you can walk through and be like, okay, I'm just going to go in and maybe have dinner with some friends and not have any expectations and see what shows up. And it's a beautiful way to experience a moment. So as you connect with that, I just want you to take a deep breath in and out and just for a moment bring back into your awareness what we talked about earlier about the things that might be around you right now that cause attachment and bring that into your awareness take a deep breath and I just want you to take one thing that you're willing to let go of right now and in your mind's eye as you bring in that one thing into your awareness that you're really ready to let go of maybe it's something you control maybe something that you want to happen but it's not happening and you're really anxious and I've been there so I'm I'm letting you know I have been there And every time I've taken the moment to surrender and let go, even though sometimes maybe I've had to kick and scream through it, I've had a deeper understanding of myself 
and I've opened up the gateway for other things to come in. So just breathe in and out. And allow yourself to see that one thing you want to let go of and hold it in your heart space and just say, I'm ready. I'm ready to let go of this. And then I want you to imagine in your mind's eye that beautiful thing that you can let go that's caused you maybe some pain, anguish, maybe security. And say, I'm ready to let it go. And so hold it in your hands and say, I'm ready to let it go. I'm ready to trust. I'm ready to open up the space of flow rather than restriction and just release it. So as you release it, I want you to imagine that you're letting it go in this beautiful stream that's meandering and there's beautiful rocks and trees and it's just going to float gently down the river, down the stream, and just allow it to go and just let it go, move out and beyond And as you release it, just feel the movement, feel the energy in your heart center, feel the energy in your solar plexus, just letting it go. Now that you've let go of one thing that you cling to, I want you, just in this moment, to feel the space And just imagine this big void opening up, this energy field that allows potentiality to come in. You've released it, and now you're opening yourself up to the next. You're collecting all this beautiful energy right in front of your heart space. And I just want you to imagine, like, rather than wasting energy in my body, my mind, my spirit on these exterior elements... I'm just going to build this beautiful reservoir of energy right in front of me. And then I want you in your mind's eye as you collect all this, like I'm feeling like a huge bucket of energy around me. I want you to take that energy and say, where am I going to mindfully place this? Now that I've let go of that attachment, I've welcomed in non-attachment, and now I have all this to give. I'm no longer going to pass judgment on Susie or cling to that I want Bobby Joe to return to me. I'm just going to be like, wow, I have all this energy that I was wasting and attached to things that aren't in front of me. What am I going to do with this energy? And I want you to decide on one thing that you can do for yourself with that energy and one thing that you can do for someone else. What can you do for yourself? And so in this moment, I'm going to say, wow, with that energy, I'm going to and give myself some extra time in meditation because that's something I really love. So whatever I was holding on to, I'm ready to welcome in a little bit extra time just for me. And I'm going to really relish in that. And then ask yourself, what are you going to do for someone else? What would you like to do for someone else with that extra energy? Hmm. Yeah. I think just For me, in this moment, I'm going to offer my time to someone that's in need. And that feels really good. So right there, I have this big pool, and I've just said, okay, I'm going to give this to me. I'm going to give this to someone else, and that feels really good. And wow, do you feel the the potentiality in that moment when you think about it? And just in this simple little exercise, realize in every moment you have that opportunity Do I want to direct my energy here or here? And it takes practice. That's why you have to be gentle with your soul. And you, as a human, we're all doing our best in every given moment. And I'm humbled over and over again. I'm a mother. I don't always hold it together. I'm not always composed. Kids are your greatest teacher because they will allow your uh, non-highest self to rise up uh, and that's a gift to be able to face those aspects of self. And sometimes just people cross our paths to test us, to trigger us. 
So in every moment, what we just experimented with, you have the opportunity rather than to cling, just to send it down the river, pull in that reservoir of energy right in front of you. Just imagine and say, okay, I have a choice. Rather than expending this energy and reacting to this person or clinging or wishing that something was different in this moment, I have this reservoir and I'm going to utilize this energy differently. So that's our choice in every moment, and that's how we start to embrace the practice of non-attachment because we realize that there, then we have this infinite potentiality for the next. Nothing is truly in front of us until it arrives. So with that piece of information, what I would like to do, we're going to, one, just do a quick review, and then I'm bringing Tara's energy in um, in past couple of weeks for me, uh, with my journey, uh, these energies want to be revisited. And it makes sense because we're in such a transitory time that they're here, they're still here to help us. And uh, the magic of some of these mantras is here to assist us if we choose to dive into them and experience them. And if it's not your cup of tea, I encourage you just to explore it and then play around with something else. Find what might inspire you or what might create that flow for you. So take a deep breath in, and then as we do a little wrap-up, then I'm going to play Tara, and she'll lead us out of this episode. And if anyone wants to send any questions or connect with me, you can do that at S at SuzanneToro.com S like Suzanne at SuzanneToro.com and um, feel free to reach out and I'm always here uh, to answer questions and if you want to dive deeper into any of these aspects that we've been covering please let's go for it uh, It's this is the time to do your inner work time to clear the energy so to wrap up how do we welcome in non-attachment without being aloof or disrespectful to ourselves and others is by bringing the the practice of letting go, uh, letting go of the things that we're dependent on. Uh, We stop destructive thoughts in the area of mind, body, and spirit. We also notice, if you can take the time to notice, where you have those restrictions or that rub in your mental body, in your spiritual body, in your physical body. And the same thing goes, where do you have these attachment and pools with family, friends, neighbors, work, your foundational support safety systems. Notice where you have these deep ingrained attachments and where they need to shift. You can bring in meditation. You can bring in the breath. You can bring in contemplative experience. You can also bring in mantra. And as mentioned, you can, as you relate to your body and your spiritual body and your mental body, you can bring in the awareness of our energy fields that go through our body. Again, it's called a chakra. If you want to research it on the Internet, I can post some more on the page. But it's just a real symbol. It's the rainbow that runs through us, the spectrum of life. Notice what colors you're attracted to, where you have your attachments. And if it's in one given area, bring in those colors, bring in those vibrations, and bring in the foods and everything that can support you in that area. And the biggest thing, as I mentioned, is that if you can bring in that silence, that solitude with self, that will be the biggest gift you can ever give yourself. And if you take the time to master non-attachment, and every moment you have to check in, you will... I guarantee no longer be attached to um, codependent relationships, to unhealthy experiences, and you will have the opportunity in every given moment to experience life in a totally different way. So before we dive into Tara, I think we might have a caller Uh, So I'm going to bring them on the air, and then we're going to lead out with Tara, a mantra of Tara, Om Tara Tutara Ture Swaha. Again, when we bring in non-attached behavior, this allows us to welcome in love for self, compassion for self, and a really balanced way of living life. So I'm going to check in. 
Hi, this is Suzanne. Do you have a question? Hi, Susie. Um, my question is I've been listening and uh, I'd like to ask you that um, I have negative energy in my body and may I ask how do I um, get rid of it? Okay, where is it located? Uh, mostly in the womb and other areas. Okay. I, I, I do have a smell. It's like my armpit has this smell. It's really uh, very... It's like, you know, even my clothes, even I wash my clothes, my clothes has a layer of energy that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so two things. If in the womb, um, more than likely you have a lot of deep healing to do in that area. Um, mm-hmm. So w- the element of water can really support that. Also, the color of orange and orange foods, like carrots, would do you really well. Um, and it also feels like some toxicity if you're noticing a smell and coming off into your clothes, that you mm-hmm. might want to keep your diet a little bit more simple. Go to mm-hmm. uh, a simple diet for a while to clear the system, and that will okay. help move those energies through there. Um, but water would be key. Um, that will help nourish and balance and do some healing um, in the the womb area of your body. Do you mean water as in to drink water or to shower more? Drink water and warm baths. And the other thing you can do is put your hands and feet in warm water. It brings you back to the womb. And your meridians are all located in your hands and your feet. The hands lead to the heart. So that opens it up, and the heart's connected to the womb. Um, and then the feet balances the energy in our whole electrical system of our body. Um, hmm. And then it bring, the warm water brings you back to the womb, you know, how we came in, um, and that brings you back into the kind of that sanctuary and allows some healing to take place. Okay. So I just shook, uh, soak my hands and legs, uh, hands and feet into yeah. warm water, and then what should I do? Just concentrate and get rid of, like, you know, how should I visualize and things like that? When you're... Um, yeah, just allow yourself, if you have any emotions coming up, to allow them the release to go into the water, um, just to visualize the energy leaving your body. Um, if you have a, if emotions start rising up, which they might, allow yourself to cry or get mad or whatever it is, but just release it into the water. Um, that And just visualize it, just leaving your system, that you're ready to, like, re-nourish and rebalance um, that, during that process. And washing dishes is this great way to get that in on a daily basis. If you take the time to kind of meditatively wash dishes by hand, you'll be in the warm water and you can kind of say, wow, this is going to be my time. I I always set up, you know, a certain time that I want to actually have this kind of emotional release in the water, knowing that that's what it does. So you can quite effortlessly Um, do. Should should I put salt in the water? Uh, If you're taking a bath, yeah, put some salt in the water, and you can even put some flower essences in the water, like jasmine's blooming. I don't know where you're living right now, but um, you can put fresh flowers in the water too, and that helps with the healing, especially in the womb. Okay, uh, what flowers should I buy, and what essential oil should I buy? I'm in Southeast Asia. You're in Asia? Yes, I'm in Singapore. Um, okay, do you have uh, flowers blooming right now? Like... Uh, like I guess so, because there's no four season here. So <laughs> yeah, I know. I've not seen it before, actually. Um, so if you can get jasmine or any of the island-type flowers, those are really beautiful to put in the water um, okay. and very clean. Um, and, and then there's a nice fragrance. So jasmine or um, you can probably get some rose, too. That's mm-hmm. too pleasing. Um, also will help with the womb. It'll be really mm-hmm. nice. So either of those. What color should the rose be? Um, what color would you like? I would pick the color you want. They'll all have a nice fragrance, pretty similar, but make sure it has a nice rose fragrance, not not okay. that okay. light. Yeah. Yes. That sounds so, good. So, um, do you have a show every day or once a week? Um, I have a, this show program once a week. I do a meditation on Sunday. Uh, that's a guided okay. meditation. And then I do um, interviews that I load every week. Um I'll be loading another one tomorrow. So, yeah, I appreciate you calling in. And if there's anything you need, you can email me, too. I'll be happy sure, to. Sure, no problem. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. 
So uh, that was our caller, and that was a beautiful question. And now um, we're going to dive into Om Tara. Tara is a beautiful person to work with her energy. She's full spectrum, and she removes obstacles too. She works magic. She brings in love, abundance. Uh, She will pierce the veil for you and help you let go. So we're going to exit out with her. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to email me at s at suzannetoro.com. Again, that's s at suzannetoro.com. And I'm happy to connect with you, respond to your questions there. And if you want to go a little deeper one-on-one, please indicate and we'll make those arrangements. And from for the rest of the episode, I just encourage you to breathe in, connect with Tara energy. This is a great way for, to clear the mind the heart, the body, and the spirit. And I humbly bow to everyone with a big, full heart, a soft gaze, and thank you for listening in, and enjoy Tara. Om Tare Tu Tare Tu Re Mamayu Punijana Putin Kuruso Om Tare Tu Tare Tu Re Mamayu Punijana Putin Kuruso Om Tare Tu Tare Tu Re Mamayu Punijana Putin Kuruso Om Tare Tu Tare Tu Re Mamayu Punijana Putin Kuruso Om Tare Tu Tare Tu Re Mamayu Punijana Putin Kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso Om tare tu tare tu re mama yur pune jana putin kuruso 